So inside of my Four Intuitive Languages program, we take questions every month. And one of the popular questions is, how do I know if it's my angel or if it's my spirit guide? So today I'm going to be focusing on angels and spirit guides. So stay tuned. Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guide. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Welcome to a brand new episode and so glad that you're here and listening. If you haven't reviewed the podcast yet, would love to see a five-star review come in so I can give you a shout out. We have a podcast review giveaway, but you can always rate and review wherever you're listening from. We'll link to our giveaway in the show notes. But without further ado, let's talk about our spirit guides and angels. So what are spirit guides? What are angels? Aren't they the same? I've recorded several other podcast episodes about this, but I'm going to break it down for you right here so you don't have to go back and listen to them all. Our spirit guides are different than our angels. I know, I know you might've been thinking to yourself, no, Whitney, that's not the case, right? Well, really, we refer to our spirit guides as angels because we feel more comfortable or we just don't know. Nobody told us any different. And that's what we thought. So our angels are different. They have never lived an earth plane life before, and they are available to everyone. Our spirit guides are probably what you're thinking of as guardian angels. Our spirit guides are there to help just us. And most of the time they've lived an earth plane life before. That means that they are very skilled in the interests that we're skilled in. And of course, they're going to have a higher vibration than we do so that they can still communicate with us. But I want you to think about angels and spirit guides. Angels are having a high vibration, this high level of energy. They've never been on the earth plane. They're pure, they're vibrant, and they have different purposes. Some angels will emanate energies of love. Some will emanate energies of healing and some will emanate energies of protection. And there can be other purposes too, but angels are like this beautiful ball of light. That's how I see it clairvoyantly. Our spirit guides are constantly learning and growing just like we are. And the purpose is to get closer to source, to raise our vibration as much as we possibly can but they have gone before us. They have learned certain lessons and they have had earth plane experience so that they can help us. Their vibration is higher than ours, but not so high that we cannot understand them or we cannot communicate with them. One of the examples I use quite a bit is if you know, you're a kindergartner and there is a professor trying to communicate to you, you're not going to understand all these big words. Be like you and your angel trying to communicate and have a full-blown conversation. However, your spirit guides have more of an understanding of the earth plane and therefore can communicate in a better way. Now, there are different guides out there for us that can be extraterrestrial guides. They can be different kind of celestial guides that can be part of our team. 
when I'm talking about sphere guides, I'm talking about more, let's say, almost like a tangible energy that is there to help us. And that's where people get tripped up. Oh my gosh, you know, should I trust spirit guides? Yes, your guides are there to help you. They're not there to hurt you. They're there to only help guide you. And what's great is that we can ask for different guides in business. We can ask for guides with healing. We can ask for guides in our relationships, in our personal life. But largely speaking, we have three main personal guides. One guide guides us literally to situations that we need to experience and lessons we need to experience, people we need to experience. We have a teacher guide that helps teach us those lessons and also sets up and orchestrates who we need to be learning from. So you're listening to this podcast, your teacher guide brought you here. You also learn from the relationships in your life. And your teacher guide will take you on astral travels at night to teach you lessons in that realm too. And then you have a protector guide. Your protector guide protects you from energies you don't need to experience on the energetic plane and in the spiritual realm and also in the earth plane too. So your protector guide is really helpful when it comes to your worry about, oh my gosh, are the right spirits talking to me? Yes, because your protector guide is working for you. But if you're ever in doubt or you have a question, talk to your protector guide about what you feel comfortable with and what you are not feeling comfortable with. So that's kind of a wrap on our spirit guides as far as our main guides. And then we get additional guides when we move into intuitive development. Our angels are available to everyone. So for instance, angels come in for you, for others, and they're there to help humanity and to help humanity uplift to a higher vibration. Your spirit guides kind of understand the nuances of living and, you know, how things are with our ego and understands why we get mad. And our angels can't really understand it, but they're supporting us and they're there. So our angels are generally more of this energy we feel. We are filled up by love. We are filled up by healing or we sense their presence or we could even see them or hear them. It all depends on your specific intuitive language. So when you are seeing clairvoyantly your guides, generally speaking, you'll see your guides showing up as your spirit guides a little bit more tangibly than you will see for angels. I tend to see angels as blobs of light. The word blobs doesn't really do them justice. It's more of an energy they emanate. So clairvoyantly, I will see my guides kind of show up in armor or they'll show up in robes and your spirit guides can actually present any way they want to. One time they presented to me in a cartoon and it was a message that when I got home, my husband was dressed up in this cartoon character. It was around Halloween, but that was the message. So they can present themselves any way that they so desire. Oftentimes you'll see them kind of being in their, I would say thirties. That's just the way that they usually present. And your spirit guides can be super, super talkative or not. We'll get to that in a minute. Angels will tend to show up as colors. So they'll show up, maybe you see wings or you just see this brilliant energy and they'll show up with this whitish pink light or whitish and blue light or whitish and green light or maybe a different color like purple. I've seen that quite a bit too. So clairvoyantly, they will look different for you. 
Now, if you are an owl and you hear your spirit guides or you hear your angels, that'll be different too. Your spirit guides can be super chatty. Your spirit guides will communicate to you in the way that they best know that you'll receive it. That means your spirit guides can say things in humor. They can say things jokingly. They can play you a song. They can also say things and cuss in what they're saying because they know that you might understand the message. And some people say, oh, no, 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 no. If you get a message and there's cussing involved, you are not speaking to the right spirit. And that's a bunch of bullshit. Your spirit guides will tell you things if they know that's how you communicate. It's like you've developed a rapport with them. So when I meet somebody, I'm not going to just say, hey, I'm Whitney. What kind of shit do you do? I'm not going to say that. But when you get to know your spirit guides, they can say something like, Whitney, get your shit together right now. And that means something to me. So if they know that you're receptive to it and it has humor and they will send you the message that way, they'll send you the message in the way that they know is best received by you. If you're somebody that is not into that, then they're not going to be saying cuss words to you. They'll also say things to you in their accent if they still have one. I've had guides come through and I'm channeling a message. I actually even have a video on my website. And when I was talking, I ended up at the very end sounding like I was from Australia or New Zealand. And I even reached out to my friend who is from New Zealand. I'm like, oh my gosh, listen to this. I could not make up that accent if my life depended on it. It's totally from my spirit guides. And I have a lot of New York spirit guides. So when I used to do readings, sometimes what I would say would sound like I was from New York. Now, if your angels come in and talk to you, you might hear a very high pitched sound. If they can match the frequency to you, then you might just hear one word or you might hear a very high, calm voice. Most of the time, your angels are going to communicate with you through your spirit guides. And that is definitely something that we're going to get more into after this quick break. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings, but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition, but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. Thanks for hanging around. We are talking about the difference of spirit guides and angels and how you know if they're communicating with you and which one it is. So we left off talking about your angels and how they most likely will communicate through your spirit guides. That's because you've got the spirit team around you. You have your spirit guide team, you have your angel team, but they all work together. And your angel team, if they're trying to get a specific message to you, your spirit guides are going to work with the angels to help you make sure you get the message. Your spirit guides can more speak your language and your angels, remember, have not lived an earth plane life. So it's a little bit more challenging for them to communicate. So that's why I always say communicate with your loved ones in spirit or your angels through your spirit guides, because they're kind of like the grand translators. They're familiar with you. They're there with you day in and day out. 
And when you're communicating with them and letting them know your issues and what you need help with, and they're creating opportunities for you, your relationship bond and understanding gets stronger. So your angels usually communicate with you through your spirit guides, which really kind of answers the question. Well, most likely, if you're trying to figure out where you got the message from, most of the time it's from your spirit guides. But it could be from your angels, just just your spirit guides actually sent you the message and they tweak the message so that you could digest it a little bit better. All right, let's talk about feeling. If you're an empath and you feel energy, well, angels have this strong vibrating presence and you most of the time feel very overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh, all this love is just pouring out of me. Or you feel that support with that love. Or you can feel just healing, just so full of healing, just like a bucket is filled up and that is your angel. And protection is like this strong energy that just takes over and you're surrendering to it. And I'm going to talk about some examples of that in a little bit, but your spirit guides, they will have their energies. You can still feel them and you can still feel that love and you can still feel that protection and you can still feel their presence. And the more that you get acquainted with who your guides are, you'll start to know that they have different energy frequencies. So each one will have a different energetic frequency. And then your angels are like, boom, you know, the whole lights are on where it's almost too bright. It's almost too much. So you'll start to basically feel the different intensity levels of, is this my guide or is this my angel? Now, if you are a channeler and a channeler, you experience things in the body. So this means your body reacts to the messages and reacts to the energy that is around you. And it also means that thoughts pop into your head. So if you're sitting there and you're asking, is this my spirit guide? And you think it's your spirit guide, answers your spirit guide. But you're going to say, well, was I making that up or not? Well, make sure that your mind is clear so that you have a clear answer. And channelers are so connected to their thoughts. They're so connected to their instincts. It feels like it's too easy to possibly be an intuitive message, but it is. So with your channeling ability, knowing when you're talking to your spirit guides, if you just have a knowing, it's my angels, oh, it's your angels, or oh, it's my spirit guides. How is that expressed in your body? You can take a pen and paper and just literally write the first thing that come to mind for you. And this is another way that you can experience it in your body. You can also have a physical reaction such as, huh, whoa, feel like there's something's intense. I can't move. Like, wow, what is this? I can't seem to move forward or even think, well, that could be your angel there for healing saying, Hey, we've got you. So You can experience things so differently as a channeler. Miraculous healings can happen in your body. Just amazing stories of protection and feeling so much love. That can be an angel story. Now, your spirit guides are doing this on the daily basis anyway, but you might not have this huge miraculous story. So angels really work with miracles in a way. So miracles don't just happen once in a lifetime. It can happen every day, but they often happen when we really, really need some extra, extra support and help. 
So our spirit guides are our navigators. Like, hey, don't go down that way. Hey, we said no. Hey, you're going to hit the brick wall. I freaking said no. Stop it. And we experience that through our channeling ability where our body might just give up and we come up with this illness or we manifest this place where we're tired and we literally can't go anymore because we're going down the wrong path. I'm raising my hand. I've done it several times and I am making sure I don't do that. If you're an empath and they're trying to tell you that, you might feel yourself, no, it's a no, no, I don't think I should do this. No, why am I not listening to my intuition? Just today, I was having this thought of, hey, I want to go do this thing. And I had a feeling of, no, don't do that. And I could tell that I was trying to push past the I don't want to. And I was like, why am I trying to push past when I have a feeling like it's just not a good idea? Just listen to my intuition, which I did. Yes, thank you. I feel like I need to have the applause right now because we all need to have those little like, yay, you did it. You listened to your intuition. You're hearing. If you're an owl, then when you're experiencing your spirit guides, you might literally hear a no, no. And it sounds like your own inner reading voice or it sounds literally like your spirit guide's voice. Or if you are a seer and you clairvoyantly see, you might see a stop sign. You might see a hand with a motion of stop. You might see a red light. Those are different ways our spirit guides do it. But let me give you a couple examples of protection stories and angel stories. I have so many and it comes more from people that have told me this. So I won't say names so that this can be anonymous, but I did know somebody from years ago when I lived in a different place and her daughter got into a serious car wreck a serious car wreck where she went through the guardrail and it was snowing bunch of ice and the car was just hanging off the cliff. Well, she saw this man come in and open the other door. And the man was saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to wait with you here until everybody gets here. Don't worry. I've notified everybody and they're going to make sure they get here. So the man is sitting there with her. When the paramedics get there, she asks them, where is this man? I need to say thank you. And they said, what man? They said, the man that opened the car door and was with me. And they said, nobody could have opened the car door. It's sealed shut. There's nobody that's here. And so this is such a powerful story, knowing that she wasn't alone. And I'm getting chills just thinking about it and talking about it because Nobody could have been in the car with her because anybody else would have just tipped the car over. And it was such a beautiful story. Another story. When my cousin was little, we were at the beach and my aunt turned around for a minute and this man carried my cousin to her and said, I saved her. She was drowning. And so my aunt was freaking out, tending to her. And turned around to thank the man. The man was nowhere to be found on the beach. She looked everywhere. This all happened in just a few seconds. The man was completely gone. So these are those miraculous angel stories that I'm talking about. So I've given you some tips of how to distinguish if it's your angel or your spirit guide. But really, most of the time, it's your spirit guide talking to you. Unless there's this big event that needs to happen where you're directly communicating with the angels. Angels and spirit guides can present themselves in many different ways, shapes, and forms. Angels specifically 
will come in and kind of project themselves as a person and then leave. So it's such a beautiful validation that you have support and you have that energy that's around you all the time. Now, if you want to learn how to communicate with your spirit guides, then you want to make sure you're taking my free spirit guide masterclass where I talk about how to actually do it. You can go to messengerspirit.com forward slash free class. But before we go, let's pull just a couple cards from the Messenger of Spirit Oracle deck. The first card is the butterfly. Break through your limits. So if you feel like I can communicate with the spirit guides, Winnie, yeah, you can take the class. And the next card here is the owl. Listen to your inner voice instead of other people's opinions. And the owl is really about clear audience too. So listen and cultivate that inner voice, that intuitive voice that you know, that you really know to be true. All right, I will be back next week with a brand new episode. But until then, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com and you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at Messenger of Spirit. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.